finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, we have a new winner, a new winner, the celebrity who embarrassed himself more than any celebrity in the history of celebrities embarrassing themselves. It is John Cena, star of uh, the wrestling ring and movies and Fast and Furious 9. He apologized for calling Taiwan a country, and he did it in Mandarin. We will play you the sound. There is nothing, nothing that anyone's ever done. It is more humiliating. John Cena is dead to me and to lots of Americans. We'll, we'll play you some of that sound and we will discuss also Kyrie Irving <sighs> could be the biggest dink in the NBA, made a preemptive strike, said he hopes the Garden Boston Garden fans aren't racist in game for game three Friday night and as usual, the media played right into his hands and warned uh, Boston fans to be on the best behavior and you know, for the next three days, we'll hear about uh, Tom Yockey and, uh, and Bill Russell's bed and all that, uh, all the usual stuff will come out. Uh, uh, it's it's going to be disgusting, but uh, we will discuss that and a lot more. Today's Callahan podcast brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they could help lower your monthly payments, lower your interest rate, or both applying is easy. And their loan experts will help you find the loan term of the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA membership required. All right, Colin, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, I haven't checked uh, social media in the last few minutes. Can you tell me, have the Red Sox apologized to uh, Kyrie Irving yet? Have they promised to find the guilty fan and ban him for life? Have they said... 
they they feel awful about their sordid history uh, of of hate and racism and and how this city has has got a lot of uh, uh, sins still to pay for. If the Red Sox, John Henry made that clear yet because we know street signs haunt him when he finds out that there were there was subtle racism at the Boston Garden. Uh, for Celtics games, I'm sure he won't be able to sleep for a week. I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to check. We'll get to that. We'll get to Kyrie. I got more important questions, uh, but uh, we'll get to Kyrie's comments and the uh, the uh, the favor he did to uh, who who's got the game Friday night? Is it uh, TNT? I, I guess. Ima- yeah, I got to imagine it's TNT. The favor he did for TNT because it is the most uh, lifeless, uh, boring, uh, uh, suspenseless first round series. Celts Nets. And after the Nets blew out the Celts in game two, Kyrie said, you know what? I'll make, I'll do them a favor and make this game a little more interesting. Oh, no, you know? we're actually, we're going network TV. It's on ABC on Friday. Oh, it's on ABC. Yeah. Good, good, yeah. good. Because I mean, I, I don't think anybody was really planning on watching. It just seemed, it's just kind of pathetic. The Celtics have rolled over. They gave up 71 points in the first half last night, and it was embarrassing in there. You know, all the usual guys, Kyrie, uh, Kendrick Perkins was saying how embarrassed they were to watch, and it was embarrassing. And after the game, if you haven't heard, Kyrie said he's hoping he won't hear any subtle racism when he comes to Boston, but I want to get to that. First, I got to get to this, though, because I've made a vow, and, and you and I kind of argued about it. I don't know when it was. A few months ago, I said, I will never say anything bad, anything negative about John Cena. I said, John Cena holds the world record, the official world record for granting the most make-a-wish wishes to kids, to sick kids, you know, to kids who are, or, or, who are dying, who want to meet him who want to pretend to wrestle him, whatever. He's a very gracious, very charitable guy. Uh, the, the, the town of, is it Newbury or Newbury Port? I can never keep it straight. West Newbury, I believe. West Newbury, the town of Ness, the town of West you, Newbury. You're not going to beat me with wrestling trivia. I got it. All Springfield <laughs> College, they yeah. should be very proud of this man. And he went on to a, an amazing career in Hollywood, made a fortune. Although I just looked up his net worth, it says $60 million. That sounds a little light to me. It sounds like... You know, that's three movies for this guy. But anyways, a huge star in wrestling in Hollywood. He threw it all away yesterday. He literally uh, lost it, lost us all, lost people like me who I'm not, I don't know anything about wrestling. I would never watch it. Wrestling's for morons and children and, and Cullinane. Um, um, but as I know, I saw some of his movies. I saw that movie Marine. I like those just basic, you know, he's violent. A worse, he is a worse actor than Rob Gronkowski. Like he is, he is, that, <laughs> he is that fucking bad. He is horrible. I, he was awful in that. Uh, what was that one? Amy Schumer movie, right? He was her boyfriend. No, he was not awful in that movie. He was funny. He was the best supporting guy. You know, she dated other guys in that movie. What was that movie called? Wow. It was a Judge App, Judd Apatow movie. I wanted to hate it. I didn't. John Cena in the movie theater. He made me laugh out loud. He was excellent in that movie. What's it called? Did you just look at it? I'm looking it up right now. Uh, uh, But but anyway, he just seemed like a decent guy. A guy train wreck. Train wreck. Thank you to uh, our 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 YouTube commenters. Um, But but he seemed like a decent guy, easy to root for. Even though you know he's not exactly uh, you know Dustin Hoffman. But uh, anyway, good guy, local guy, charitable guy. That's over. He is pathetic. He is a pathetic little coward. And I don't want, I, I, I know I'm jumping on the pile, piling on, but 
But I'm telling you, I've watched this a couple times. I've tried to make sense of it, and I can't come up with a comparison. There's never, never been a celebrity, a actor, an athlete who groveled like this, uh, groveled as as prominently, as as uh, as humiliatingly as John Cena did yesterday to the Communist Party of China. It is truly, if you haven't seen it yet, you've got to see it to believe it. And it, it I, I got a bunch of questions about it. We're going to play it in a second. But I have to wonder what, at the end of the day yesterday, today, when this, this fallout, when his reputation in the minds and the hearts of a lot of people, I mean, I realize not like all the brain-dead wrestling fans or, or nine-year-old boys, but in the minds of a lot of people, a lot of Americans, I would say millions of Americans, his reputation went up in flames. He's an embarrassment. When I see him now, when I hear his name, I'm going to think of a guy who is uh, just spineless, who is scared, who is, I guess, trying to save his own paycheck. Uh, I don't even know what he's getting for Fast and Furious 9, the movie that is out that he's trying to save in the Chinese market. But it would be one thing. Here's how bad it is. Well, they said it's already made. I don't know if it's pre, you know, the buying tickets in advance. It said it's already made like 140 million in China. His, his, and, I, and I heard they estimate they could make a billion. <laughs> a bill, but it's just a stupid, mindless car crash movie, you know, big budget movie as in, in the franchise. It's hard to believe there are nine of them. I don't think I've seen any. Is that is this the one that started with Paul Walker? Yes, before he died. Paul Walker, Vin Diesel. Now that should have been part of the movie. Him crashing his Porsche. Oh, then, you know, um, but you know, Vin Diesel, whatever. Who else is in it? Uh, Rock. Rock was in it. Yep. I mean, I've never seen any of them. But big market, a lot of money at stake. But John Cena also has something else at stake, and that would be his reputation, his manhood, and he pissed that all away. And he didn't do it in subtle, you know, he didn't do it in, in, in a subtle way. He didn't release a statement. Hell, he didn't even do what LeBron James did when LeBron James defended the Communist Party of China or Colin Kaepernick when they defend the, 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 uh, the country, that, the modern-day country that has slaves, that, that uh, is committing genocide. They defend that country to, for their own, you know, business reasons, to protect their own uh, you know, uh, paycheck, their own, their own salaries, whatever. He did it in such dramatic and obsequious fashion. I don't think anyone's going to forget it. I don't think anyone is ever going to look at John Cena again and not have a little bit of a, a, a cringe when they think of what he did here, what he did doing this apology. There's two, th two things that make it the most humiliating thing I've ever seen. And I will ask, I'll ask the commenters on YouTube, Colin, for anything that compares to this. I can't think of anything. And again, I go to LeBron apologizing to the communists, anything close to this as, as for my high profile celebrity that completely humiliates himself before the world. That's what it is. It's international. He's a huge star. And it is humiliating in every way. I know he's got a bunch of brothers, a bunch of family, you know, in Massachusetts on the North Shore, probably has buddies from, did any of them, any of them uh, you know, call him and say, don't do it? <laughs> because this, this is, did his agent, did anybody try and stop him? Did uh, 
Vince McMahon. Does he still listen to Vince McMahon? I'm sure he still has input in John Cena's life. Vince, why didn't you stop him? Your biggest star now looked more pathetic, looked more more wimpy than uh, Chris Harrison from The the Bachelor. That could have been the the last person to completely humiliate himself. Uh, But uh, that's, you know, one thing is the way he did it. I mean, he did it in Mandarin, if you haven't seen it. And he did it with his whole heart and soul poured into it. Like there wasn't a sense that he was being forced at gunpoint, you know, by the, by the producers of the movie, there was a sense that he was willing to do this. He genuinely is apologizing. And then when you think about it, what's his offense? When, when you ask, ask the question, what did he do to force this to, to lead to this moment where he completely prostrates prostrates himself whatever the word is just completely lays himself bare for the world he said in passing that taiwan was a country well i got news for you rock i mean uh, cena but he doesn't have a nickname either no good nickname for john cena i thought he was uh, a wrestler no he's john C- that's just his name john cena the name's john how does it even work that doesn't have i mean don't, why didn't someone pull him aside and tell him you're the you're it was like a, by the way his character was like a rapper to start he was like a he's like a hood guy you know he's you know he was one of the biggest earners in wwe history right not- biggest earners well it, i guess you know money cannot buy balls money cannot buy integrity it cannot buy a spine because he has none of those things and I was embarrassed for him. I, I like I said, I always think of the things he does for Make a Wish. And by the way, he, I think uh, there's a certain barstool podcast host who's uh, making a run at uh, at John Cena because he just granted the biggest wi- Make a Wish wish of all time. He made some poor kid his producer. I mean, that's oh boy, that's look at you, look at you. You anyway. said that one. You had that one ready. Love <laughs> it. Love to hear that one. Well, hold on. Anyway. I want- this because you said I, I don't have an incident to compare this to for sure if there is one and I, I'll put John Cena in the mega star category he's not the rock but he's damn near freaking close and wrestling's a global sports entertainment company if there's one person to get through something like this correct me if I'm wrong it's going to be the guy who just completed his 600th make a wish you know what I mean like it's going to be the most charitable human being on the planet potentially don't you uh, think that's true, but I'll never look at him the same again. I'll never think of him. He's, he's just not a man. He's not a man. I'm, you know, he's a wrestler and he's a, and he's an actor, but he's not a man. I mean, he's a coward. What he did was cowardly. What he did was pathetic. What he did proved that he can't stand up to someone, whether it's a, a movie guy or, or, you know, his agent or whatever, and do the right thing. This is not the right thing. That doesn't make you look like you have any integrity at all uh you said taiwan's a country i hate to break it to you johnny taiwan is a country you said nothing wrong you said nothing offensive you upset your paymasters in china and you rolled over for them and you did countless damn you know limitless damage to your brand in the united states and beyond i mean you will the movie will do fine the movie will do fine in Wuhan, but in the rest of the world, they're going to look at you every time you speak and cringe. I mean, I realize this probably, you you know, the, the late night comics probably won't rip you apart because, you know, you're on the same team as they are. They, they support communist China as well. But for the most part, normal people, average people, middle of America people, they're going to be disgusted at the sight of you. This, again, is not 
some guy just said, oh, I'm sorry, just to get through it. I'm sorry if I offended anybody. Like, like, you know, Chris Harrison, for example, or you name it, the people who apologize for saying, you know, all lives matter, or people who apologize for nothing. This is a guy who apologizing for offending the a, 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 a communist regime that has slaves, that has forced labor camps, who trying to commit genocide, who had one, one uh, child policy, who, who, oh, by the way, who also released a virus <laughs> to the world, which killed over 3 million people, including 600,000 Americans, and covered it up and lied about it. He's talking about the Communist Party of China, and he's apologizing for uh, using uh, uh, promoting the movie and saying Taiwan is the first country to see the movie. That's it. He didn't say those sons of bitches, you know, killed my grandfather with that virus. How dare they? He didn't say something like that. He said, uh, he said, Taiwan's a country. The fact that he would roll over for that. I'm telling you, Colin, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't, maybe I, uh, I overestimate the, uh, you know, the passion of wrestling fans or American, you know, Americans in general. But I don't know what we do. People are going to forget about this very quickly. Uh, well, I'm not. I mean, but this, you know what? People didn't forget about LeBron James, who uh, defended the Chinese Communist Party when Daryl Morey tweeted in the fall of 2019, I think it was October 2019, a, an innocent, I think it was a photo of something like a, like a meme, and he tweeted, defend democracy or defend the freedom fighters in Hong Kong. That's it. Defend the people in Hong Kong who were under siege from a, from a tyrannical communist government and they were defending themselves and he supported them. That's it. By the way, he lost his job. And LeBron James, this pathetic, gutless coward, LeBron James said, people got to educate themselves. I don't know if you have the LeBron James sound. He didn't, he, to his credit, he didn't in English. He didn't do it in Mandarin. But when you, I heard it again last night and I couldn't believe it. This is a guy who's going to be worth a billion dollars. The guy who's, you know, it does, does not need the money, does not need to placate China. But he does anyway. Again, Daryl Morey's defending people fighting for freedom, fighting for democracy in Hong Kong. And LeBron says, oh, no, you have to educate yourself. It's despicable. We all talk, we, we all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech. But at times, there are ramifications for the negative that can happen um, when you're not thinking about others and only, on you're only thinking about yourself. So um, I don't believe, um, I don't want to get into a, a word, a, a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl, um, with Daryl uh, Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand, and um, and he spoke. And uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed, um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so just be careful what we what we tweet and we say and what we... That, that, now I'm going to say Cena's comments and we'll play them are dumber and more embarrassing. That is incredible. What, what he just said is incredible. When you're only thinking of yourself, Daryl Morey defended the people of Hong Kong who were fighting for their lives against this evil regime in China. And this moron, LeBron James, says he's only thinking of himself and he needs to be educated. All he did was say, defend democracy. And this guy says he's uneducated and selfish. The fact that LeBron James still has one fan out there is amazing. He's such an awful, awful human being, and he's stupid too. That's just so stupid. Well, I mean, he should be. If you want, stay out of it, LeBron. But you're defending the Chinese Communist Party uh, over Hong Kong, and you're criticizing a, 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 a 
a free man, an, an American, who says, defend the guys, defend the, the, the underdog here, who's outnumbered and fighting for freedom, fighting for democracy. And he says, there are ramifications if you if you only this take them just, yourself. This should just be your beat, right? Because Clay Travis just probably made, what, like $50 million selling to Fox News, and his one issue in life is LeBron James in China. You should be John Cena in China. and sell right, I'll, I'll be John Cena. Million. I'll be John Cena. We'll get to that. Just to set it up in case people don't know, the movie Fast and Furious 9 came out, and I guess Cena, you know, doesn't have a lot of, you know, discretion when he picks his scripts. Cause I mean this, and I guess this is going to make a lot of money. He's going to make a lot of money and I don't know. I can't believe anyone's going to actually watch it, but whatever. And he was excited because Taiwan's the first country to see it. That's it. That's all he did. And someone got to him and said, you can't do that. China doesn't consider Taiwan, an Island nation, a country, you know, they, they consider them you know, property of the Chinese communist party. And that's all he needed to hear. You can't do that. It, it endangers, jeopardizes the franchise in the biggest market in the world. And I believe the Chinese market now for movies, I believe last year was the first year. Gee, I wonder why that they had more, uh, a bigger box office return in China than the United States. Another, you know, uh, bene another benefit from sending a, a virus, a deadly virus around the world. And, uh, uh, taking all the measures to protect your country while destroying the 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 economies across the West is you had more people go to the movies than we did, and they went, and and this year they'll do it again and they'll go to Fast and Furious Nine because, uh, because Rock uh, Cena apologized and he didn't just apologize, you know, like do the old Ryan Leaf thing, you know, take the piece of paper and say, yeah, I'm sorry if I offended anyone. No, he strikes me as a one. He's a yes man, right? He, he's told what to do. And he two, says, he's a godless spineless slug. Two, he's two. He's probably like, Oh no, no, I can do it better than what you just suggested. So they probably just want him to release a statement, you know, as publicist. And he's no, 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 I'm going to do a video. This is how I'm going to do it. It's going to go over. Really and, well. and can you tell me again? I know what I want about Cena, what I read or what I Google. I don't ever watch him. I don't know anything about, you know, his person. Can he actually speak Mandarin or can uh -huh. he read? Obviously he can read it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. He seems like, I mean, just from his commitment to his craft, it seems like he's the type of guy that if they're making a lot of money, you know, overseas or wherever, he's learning about their culture. He does seem to be that type of guy. So it wouldn't shock me if he did. All right. All right uh, enough. Enough. Let's listen to John Cena, the biggest coward in the world right now. And a guy I hope will never, ever get, get over this. will never recover from this. 你好中国,就是叫西呢,我必须说现在,呃,在苏度于之情中,呃,我做很多采访,很多很多很多,呃,所以在一个采访,呃,我有一个错误,呃,所有人问我,如果我可以用中文,呃,呃,苏度于之情
communist uh, monsters. Uh, uh, please forgive me, Ching Shang P. Please forgive me. I won't do it again. Let me tickle you. Let me tickle you. Oh God, this is so embarrassing. Hey, he knows the language. Oh, obviously. Wow. Hung, 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 hung means uh, I, 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 I promise, sir, Xi Jinping, I promise you, murderous dictator, I promise I will never, ever offend you again. Please, please don't do anything. Taiwan, blow it off the map for all, you know, send another virus to them. Kill them all for all I care. Screw the Taiwanese. We got a movie to promote. God, what a, what a shameless, pathetic, spineless slug. Here is the actual words he said, at least some of them. Let me begin with the, the only sentence you really need to hear. Quote, I made one mistake. That's what he said. I made one. He didn't make a mistake. He didn't. His, his only mistake was offending the Chinese Communist Party. I made one mistake, says Cena. I have to say something very, very, very important now. I love and respect China and the Chinese people. I'm very, very sorry about my mistake. I apologize. I apologize. I'm very sorry. You must understand that I love, really respect China and the Chinese people. My apologies. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, as someone who lives in the same state with this guy, I'm embarrassed. I'm humiliated. As someone who used to think he was a man, I'm humiliated. This is the most embarrassing thing. Do we have any nominations for anything that compares to what this guy just did? Anything that compares to, to, to stripping down and bending over for, for communist tyrants because you said Taiwan is a country because you said a country is a country. It's, it, I mean, he did everything but say, I believe in, in, you know, uh, enslaving Uyghur Muslims. You know, those people are no good anyway. I believe in wiping them out as a, as a people. I believe in, 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 in uh, uh, you know, it's forced sterilization of the Uyghur Muslim women. Was that on your script, John Cena? Did you have that on the script that was sent to you? From the from the from the commies that you must uh, support genocide of Uyghur Muslims. What about saying, you know what, the Donald Trump was wrong. The virus came from a pangolin. He lied. I mean, is there anything else you won't do for these people to save, you know, whatever, uh, you know, a, a few hundred million at the box office for this crappy movie? And by the way, I hope every American says, you know, screw this guy and screw the whole franchise. I'm done. Fast and Furious 8. That was my limit. I'm not going to 9. No more number 9 yeah. for Fast and Furious. F this guy. Well, anyway. I want to say, I, I part of me wants to say it really will have no impact long term, but it does seem like, I mean, look at the NBA ratings. Like the, Even in the playoffs, the ratings are absolutely dismal. That it does feel like a lot of the stuff that's going on in the world, the politics that they're bringing into it, it's having an impact. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it does impact uh, people's I mean, and, again, and again, it's not like he's apologizing to uh, Belarus. Yeah. I don't know, does Belarus do anything? Do they have any human rights violations that I should know about? It's not like he's apologizing to, you know, Portugal. He's apologizing to the country that sent this virus that, 
that released this virus on the world is apologizing to the country that has sterilized women who happen to be a particular ethnic minority. You know, he's apologizing to uh, a country that has the boot of, of, of communism on the throat of these people, and he's not supporting them. It's, uh, let's see, we got, uh, I'm going to give you the numbers if you want the numbers, the latest. I haven't done this in a few days. The latest, John Cena, 3.5 million deaths, 3,501,443 deaths worldwide, 168 million people infected with the virus made in a lab in Wuhan and released upon the world. They covered it up. They lied about it. They said it didn't go person to person for the first month or two, made things much, much worse. Um, sent, by the way, people from Wuhan around the world. So someday, and obviously I'm not saying this as fact now, but someday there'll be someone who makes the case that China did this whole thing on purpose. I'm just going to predict that some person, some scholar out there, uh, you know, some scientist, some expert will say, here's proof they did this on purpose. That regime, that those people, uh, John Cena, is really, really afraid of offending, really afraid of offending and apologizing, and not just apologizing, apologizing in their language. So the 1.4 billion Chinese who might have been offended that he called Taiwan a country, they feel better, and they're going to run out to their theater because they get to go to movies because they don't have a virus problem and a shutdown and a lockdown. They get to go to movies and they're all going to rush out to see Fast and Furious 9. Who's yeah. that? I'm not, Who's by the way, I'm not negative like you. You're a negative human being. I turn everything into a positive. This is an issue that can bring people together finally. <laughs> Both sides of the aisle absolutely despise John Cena now. When Jerry Callahan is saying the same thing as Keith Oberman, we have finally <laughs> come, we have finally come together. What did my man KO have to say? I did not <laughs> see. I, I, such, such gutlessness from John Cena. Just, just saw that was just his tweet. Such gutlessness. Oh, is that what he said? He didn't do one of those videos out on his veranda and in, in, uh, in, uh, on Central Park with his, his so twenty yet. million dollar uh, condo and do one of his crazy videos. No. Uh, but uh, it, good. It should it should unite everyone. It, uh, he there, there's only one defense of John Cena. I'll tell you what it was. I heard it from uh, my man Greg Gutfeld. Who was good on him? Greg Gutfeld said in a really passionate rant that China killed his father-in-law. China killed his wife's father. He died of coronavirus. And what else? Who else do you blame? Donald Trump. They created it in a lab. They let it escape to the world. It spread around the world. It killed 3.5 million people so far. It's their fault. They did this. Those people. John Cena is afraid of offending. If he were, you know, if he were some. If this were some, you know, actor that's, you know, a more sensitive type, shall we say, if this were, uh, I don't know, who would be, a, if this were Carson Kressley, <laughs> you know, say, you know, I understand he's very sensitive and emotional guy, doesn't want to upset people. This is supposed to be the manliest man in oh, the Oh, no, Cena's a dweeb. Cena's a big guy. supposed to be, I, I, I watched the Marine. He kicked ass. Okay. He's jacked. He's a dweeb in real life. He's like he's like Nickelodeon's darling, right? It's John Cena, then it's Rob Gronkowski. He's a dweeb in real life. It's not. It's, well, it's well, not uh, well. I don't care. He's he's not a dweeb. Dweebs are not even dweebs grovel like this. Not even dweeb. But here's the one defense of Cena. I will say, um, in his life, in his life off the off the whatever screen off the uh, out of the ring, he doesn't normally 
dump on his own country. You know, he's not ripping it saying, you know, we're all racist and it's systemic racism and it's unfair and they're hunting, you know, black men in the streets. That's uh, LeBron James's thing. So the one thing you can't accuse Cena of is bowing to the Chinese communist party while at the same time criticizing his own country, this great country. Um, that is even more disgusting. And that's what people like LeBron James and Colin Kaepernick do. That makes what they do worse. I mean, he's honestly, um, and, and he's not the only one. I mean, Joe Biden does it. Uh, he's the one that talked about different norms. When he was asked about genocide, he said they have different norms. Adam Silva, the, the most pathetic commissioner, the worst commissioner, he's overseeing the absolute downfall of his league. If you've seen the ratings, I mean, last year they had a little summer league tournament and the ratings were better then than they are now. And uh, even with Kyrie Irving's help, this Celtics Nets series might have the worst ratings in years. But Adam Silver said, uh, we have different idea of how things should be done in our country than they do. That's his description of a country that enslaves ethnic minorities, forces them to do hard labor or, you know, make sneakers for Colin Kaepernick, kills them, uh, uh, Forced sterilization, uh, th those people, that's a, a different way of doing things, according to Adam Silver. That's a different norm, according to Joe Biden. These are people who do not hesitate to criticize this country, who do not hesitate to say this country is, you know, uh, built on slavery and, and systemic racism and everything else, and turn around and won't criticize the country, the, the commish country that has um, modern day s concentration camps. At least Cena, in his defense, doesn't do that. He doesn't hate this country. He just thinks, you know, that, that uh, you know, China's uh, so important that he will apologize for nothing. And I'm telling you, John Cena will never, ever recover. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to. I'm not going to watch Fast and Furious 9. And I'm not going to watch his next wrestling show either. How's that? I'm not. Is it? You're not going to watch his big comeback at WrestleMania next I year. I am not. When is that? Is it Monday night? No, I have no idea. I don't know. He'll come back eventually, though. Okay, I'm not going to watch his comeback. I'm not going to support him. I'm not going to talk about his uh, amazing record with Make a Wish ever again. He's 650, not. Six hundred fifty. Make a Wishes uh, that he's. Yeah, done. all they all went up in smoke. And those kids. Those kids are like, I got another wish. You know, I, can I change my mind? That guy's pathetic. That's not my charity. Wish. Charity, human rights, charity. We got to. We got to weigh the pros yeah. and the cons here. Yeah. yeah. What's well, I got a question for you, John Cena. What do you think the make if you gave the million Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps, if you gave them a wish, what do you think they would wish for? To go to one of your wrestling shows? To go see Fast and Furious 72? No, they would wish for, I don't know, freedom. They would wish to be, to live like an American or uh, a Taiwanese person for now, for now, not for long, but for now. And you don't care. You are just pathetic. The, uh, the town of uh, West Newbury today weeps. They weep. They should put the flag at half, at half staff in uh, in West Newbury out at Springfield College because you have just your reputation has died a very ugly death. But, Isn't it amazing uh, how many like smart people there have to be in Hollywood and public relations and all these people? And they thought that was a good idea. Like, why wouldn't you just see what happens? Just ignore it and see what happens. Or and, but what? And again, what if he? I know I'm looking at a story right now that said. It could, if he didn't apologize, this is from Breitbart, and it said, uh, said if he didn't apologize, it could cost them 
a billion dollars at the box office and they're that, you know, big a market. Yep. So that it could have lost billions. Uh, NBC Universal and WWE could have lost billions because what they do is they target you and they boycott you and the, when it's, the people don't, the government does. So we can't show that show, that wrestling show. We can't show that movie. Sorry, you're out. That's what they do. I mean, they did it with the NBA. They didn't show Rockets games because the GM defended freedom. You know, he's uneducated and he was only looking out for himself, but he defended freedom. So they stopped showing Rockets games. That's how they do it. They don't like put it to a vote uh, in case you haven't noticed. But uh, uh, what if he just, again, released a statement, said, you know, sorry if I offended anyone. You know, one of the lame kind of Hollywood apologies. Or what if he did a, a statement in English? Would that have not been as effective? They got it subtitles. Doing it in Mandarin is the most embarrassing thing. I've, I mean, he might have has might as well had a ball gag in his mouth and his hands tied behind his back, and and as and and, and you know, buck naked with 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 G sitting there with a little whip. That's what that would have been. No more embarrassing than this. I made a mistake. I made a mistake by calling a country a country. Just amazing. Just amazing. He'll never recover, and I, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. This is a new low for a big star in this country. And I wonder what the you know next person's going to do if they offend the commies in China. You know, Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining wall systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they man manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've seen them. I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes, designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800-696-SHEA. Or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. What's better than courtside seats? Free sports on Pluto TV. Hey, sports fans, get all your sports free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is your home for sports. Watch 24-7 channels of MLB, MLS, MMA, sports news and analysis, plus documentaries, TV shows, and movies, all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Speaking of offending, we got to get to the, the, the latest news, the big news after last night's. We mentioned it earlier after last night's pathetic performance by the Boston Celtics in Brooklyn against the, uh, against the Nets. Kyrie Irving uh, and the Nets blew out the Celtics, scored 71 points in the first half at a 24-point lead, set all kinds of records for one-sided, lopsided losses uh, for a once-proud Celtic franchise. They got one more game. Friday night in Boston, not in front of a full house, because as we know from our governor, the scary virus is still spreading unless you only have uh, one third capacity. Once you have full capacity, it all changes. But on the 29th, that would be Saturday, I believe. Is that right? Yep. You're allowed to have full capacity. So if they played a fourth game, they could have a full crowd. But it's a third game, and it's before the deadline that the that the uh, our, our governor sent. So 
it's uh what is it a quarter capacity what's this the something like that 25 percent. anyway that crowd is going to be i assume be loud they'll boo Kyrie every time he touches the ball and but they've been put on on um alert on alert security the cops the media put on alert because Kyrie said last night that sometimes you know you you get when you're in boston you get subtle racism from the crowd can we uh, listen to uh this dink Kyrie Irving after last night's game? I mean, it's not my first time being an opponent in, in Boston. Uh, so, you know, I'm just looking forward to competing with my teammates. And, um, you know, hopefully we can just keep it strictly basketball. You know, there's no belligerence or any racism going on, subtle racism and people yelling from the crowd. Um, but even if it is, it's, it's part of the nature of the game. And we're just going to focus on what we can control. Is it something you've experienced in Boston before? I'm not the only one that could attest to this, but it's just, you know, it, it won't. It, <laughs> it is what it is. The whole world knows. The whole world knows. Now, now, of course, uh, what's her name? Rachel Nichols doesn't press him on it. Again, what uh, what you'll hear from, uh, I assume, the, the Celtics, you already heard from Brad Stevens, is, you know, there are bad apples everywhere. He just made that up. He just made that up. I'm just going to say, you could tell he just made it up. I mean, he he doesn't have an example. I mean, he's, he said he's been an opponent many times. And I will explain, and I, I know we'll you know, be accused, as we always are, of, oh, yeah, there's, there's no racists at the Garden. Uh, there's no racists uh, that have said something racist to Kyrie Irving. They haven't said something racist to another player in front of Kyrie Irving. It hasn't happened. I don't believe it. If he did, he would have pointed it out. He would have screamed bloody murder. He would have given you an example. That person got the shit kicked out of him, and then it would have been in the newspaper the next day. But but you know, he knows there's no uh, repercussions for this. He can say whatever he wants. He can lay it out there, and he knows the most of the media will will support him. He knows the owners, maybe not as much as the Red Sox owners. I mean, the Red Sox will probably issue an apology any minute now and say they believe every word Kyrie says because nobody um, disparages their own fans like the Boston Red Sox. Nobody fails to support their own fans, their own customers, more than the Boston Red Sox. Anytime anyone makes up something about their fans, they take the side of the accuser. You know, they they they, they don't care. Jesse Smollett could say, you know, someone yelled the N-word at the Red Sox, and the Red Sox said, we're so sorry. Of course we believe it. You know, we believe. They said they believed Tory Hunter, who made up the most absurd story about kids chanting the N-word and parents cheering them on. Just made it up. Everybody knows. He made it up. They know. John Henry knows. Sam Kennedy knows. And yet they support him, take the side of the guy making up the story against their own fans. It's disgusting. I don't think the Celtics owners are that bad, but they might be afraid of bad PR somehow because we know the media loves this stuff and they might say, you know, we, you know, we know there's a history here. What history? There's no more, no uh, franchise more advanced, more progressive than the Boston Celtics. They had the first head coach, uh, black head coach, Bill Russell. They had the first starting five, all black starting five. They had a GM and uh, you know, an icon who was famously uh, colorblind and, and Red Auerbach. There's no history at all. Just because Larry Bird was really good, that's what you're going to hear. I've already seen it on the comments that, oh, yeah, Larry Bird, they love Larry Bird. They wouldn't love Magic Johnson. 
bullshit. They would love that Magic Johnson. They would love Michael Jordan. They would eh, probably wouldn't love LeBron because he's no one loves him. But you know what I mean? I, I mean, no one, nobody's saying we're the nicest people in the world, right? We have a little asshole. Right. That's, that's the whole point. That's, yeah. yep. that's the whole point is how you, this is how they react. The crowd gets on someone like Tory Hunter or or uh, no one is more deserving to take shit on Friday night than Kyrie Irving. He flat out lied to a very dedicated, passionate sports fan base. He said he's coming back and resigning. He completely turns the tables the next year and heads back with Durant and goes with Durant. Nobody deserves it. He was hiding from the fans, right? Like borderline faking injuries in some cases, like just completely deserves to get. The he's the most game. unlikable guy. I mean, not well, John Cena level, but he is. A superstar, an incredibly talented guy, and a totally self-absorbed weirdo who you can't count on. I mean, it's hard to believe that they got him and got rid of him. When you watch him play, you say he's so good. Why would you? Because he you know, destroys your team from within. If he feels like it, you know. If he if he feels like playing, uh, you know, he'll play hard and he'll uh, play unselfishly, and and you'll win. But if when he starts pouting or when he starts sulking, you're in trouble. And um, we saw that here. And it's funny. He's great. And he's unbelievably talented. Do you hear a lot of Celtics fans saying, how did we ever let him go? It's not like, you know, Mookie Betts where people look at him and say, God, why did we let him go? It, you look at him and you say, screw him. I know he's great, but he's not worth the headache. I don't like him. Nobody likes him. Nobody. People like Kemba Walker. People like Jason Tatum. They don't like Kyrie Irving. They don't want to root for him. And I think you're right. They will be all over him Friday night. The whatever it is, 6,000 fans who are allowed in with their masks on for one more day. Those fans will be all over him. And you know what? If they get under his skin, if they heckle him and, 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 and uh, annoy him, he'll just make up something and say, oh, yeah, I heard some racism. And people say, oh, yeah, it happens all the time happens all the time again you know give us an example i mean give us an example it, it's it's amazing that uh you know honestly ends his column today there was no honor in the way kyrie irving left town but boston needs to be on its best behavior friday kyrie just changed the rules of engagement boston okay. needs to fucking make his night miserable but guess what just don't be racist which i expect you're not going to be so that's what <laughs> shaughnessy actually wrote that yeah somebody put a globe on my doorstep this morning and my wife's like, what do you want me to do with it? I said, just throw it back out there. They littered. They didn't put it. I, I don't want it. Get that crap off my doorstep. Boston Globe, don't put, don't litter on my doorstep. Get that garbage off my property. Uh, Shaughnessy actually wrote that. See, I'm so disappointed in Dan because he knows better. And he's playing right into his hands. Boston must be on its best behavior. The whole reason he did this is to diffuse the crowd. He gets, he gets rattled. I mean, I'm not saying he chokes because he's a great, great player. But personally, he gets rattled when he gets gets heckled and 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 attacked by the crowd. And when you do this, um, you kind of diffuse them. It's kind of a uh, preemptive strike. Now we know why Adam Jones made up what he made up. We know why Tory Hunter made up because they don't like the crowd here. They don't like the fans here. They get heckled. They get uh, ridiculed by the fans. So. What's the best way to fire back? If you fire back and just say, you know, that guy was such a jerk. He called me a, a bum. No one cares. If you say, he called me the N-word, they go, whoa, there's Boston. Uh, well, you know, we got to you know, check the cameras and find out who it is and ban him for life. Even when they know, like, especially in the case of Tory Hunter, even when they know they made it up, even when they know 
why he made it up, you know, because he was frustrated. Hell, they threw stuff at Adam Jones. We saw it. They threw stuff at him. And all he did was say, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. That's crossing the line. No one would think twice, but he says, that's wrong. They yelled the N-word. People go, whoa. It becomes national news. All the usual people fall in line. And, you know, Jamel Hills and, and you know, the Dan Lebitards, they all fall in line, say it's awful. They did it again in Boston. And they know in their hearts it doesn't uh, add up because if someone yelled that, there'd be a million people around them calling them out. I mean, Tory Hunter didn't exactly think it through when he accused a group of kids at a game of chanting the N-word and the parents cheering them on. I mean, nobody nobody believed it. Nobody. I mean, on my old radio station, they asked Tory Hunter, why would anyone make that up? And it's like you know, in defense of him. I mean, is that really a question? Do we really want to know why they made it up? Do you want to know why, you know, Jesse Smollett made it up? Do you want to know why Marcus Smart made it up in college? He got in a fight with a fan. The fan was a dink. He said, yep, call me the N-word. Immediately, he wins. Fight over. You know, fans on his heels. The fan is a, a suspect in a hate crime. I mean, it was proven later. He made it up and he apologized. But in the heat of the moment, it's a perfectly understandable thing to do. And that's what Kyrie Irving did last night. He knows he's going to get ridden hard by the small crowd, the muzzled crowd in, in, in the garden. Now you have Dan Shaughnessy calling for people to behave. Game three is Friday night at the garden. Celtics fans can't wait to boo Kyrie. Let's hope this is not ugly, not polluted by anything other than basketball hard feelings. Christ, Dan, you are. I'm, I'm dis so disappointed. That's exactly what he wanted, and you gave it to him. A warning to the fans. You better not cross that line. Where are the greatest hits, though, by the way? No Jamel Hill tweet? No, not like a, a lot it's, of It's still early. It's yeah, early. You're right. You're right. Happy like, you, you'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get Jamel Hill. You'll get uh, whatever... Uh, uh, Josina, what's her name? Josina Anderson. Yep, that's right. You'll get, uh, you know, Max Kellerman. You'll get the usual suspects. And what they do, they send out a memo at ESPN today on all the shows. Don't forget another ugly incident in Boston. And yet Kyrie, to his credit, didn't make up a specific incident the way Tory Hunter did. He could have, and maybe he will if they get really vicious. But the problem is, it's such a lopsided series. Kyrie's going to win, you know, Durant and, and, and Harden, they're going to win. The Celtics are going to go, you know, with their heads hang, hang low. They're going to get, go off into the off season. You can't exactly, uh, there'll, there'll be no reason for Kyrie after the game. Say, yes, I saw a guy in a, in a green shirt and a, in a white hat, say whatever the N word, because it won't be that kind of bad blood. They won't, there's not, the, the Celtics aren't good enough to generate that kind of, uh, animosity between the teams. I don't think you'll have any kind of incident, but it is disappointing to read Shaughnessy. Yeah. Well, actually, actually, I just found this on Twitter. You want to hear from Perk? Perk commented on it late last night. and he I seemed was watching Perk. I didn't hear this, but I, he, I was watching him coming down hard on the Celtics. It was pretty interesting. But yeah, let's hear from Kendrick Perkins well after the game. I know that Celtic fans are some of the best fans in the world. I played there eight and a half years. Um, I lived there for eight and a half years, and me personally, I never dealt with any type of racism while I was living in Boston. That's just me personally. I never dealt with it. I don't. I don't know. I also came back as an opponent of the Celtics, and I played. Well, I didn't. I, yeah, I played there with the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Cleveland Cavaliers 
And still, never experienced any racism. I, w- I hope he would go on and say, I didn't experience racism. I was called an asshole when I didn't play well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was, you know, people got on me, but it didn't mean it was well, racist. Well, that's, that's always been my theory that someone like Tory Hunter, someone crossed, I mean, two things. Hecklers are all a-holes. You know, if you've been around a heckler, a grown man, I'm not talking about a kid, but a grown man who heckles other grown men, you know, in you a game. Been, you, usually, a, yeah, you, you haven't been to a youth hockey game, have you? Usually drunk and they're usually a-holes and they're sitting there going, you suck, Tori, you suck, your mother sucks. I mean, that upsets some players. It upsets Tory Hunter. It upsets Kyrie Irving and their answer either after the fact in case Tory Hunter or preemptively in the case of Kyrie is to get you to a point where you can't defend yourself, where there's no defense. Yeah, they used an N-word or they said something racist. Then what do you say? Then what do you say? You turn into, a, you roll over like, you know, my friend Shaughnessy did and say, you know, be, you better behave, Celtics fans. That's exactly what he was getting at. He wanted someone to tell Celtics fans to be careful, to, to not step out of line, to not cross the line. And you know what? If one Celtic, I mean, you've been, you're you're a dope colony, but you've been around enough to know if one fan tomorrow, uh, Friday night, one yelled out, say the N word, it would be every single fan around them would point them out, call point security, them out, someone shout them down. Out, possibly it would, there would be an, it might even be a fight in the stands. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just so absurd, which is why, and uh, you know, the, the Boston media, my old station embarrassed itself when Tory Hunter made that ridiculous charge that kids were chanting the n-word if that ever happened at a red sox game or a celtics or patriots whatever in 2021 the people around them would go nuts they would literally if they had to drag them out they'd yell security they would point them out they would videotape them and 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 dox them it would be ugly everyone knows that but they can't admit it dan shaughnessy knows that he knows Kyrie just made this up as a way to put Celtics fans on their heels and apparently it's working. And you're, and, and you, as you point out, we're just getting started. You know, it's, you got two full days off days. You got three days before, you know, you get technically Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get the whole machine, you know, fired up and get the Jamel Hills and the, and the, you know, Max Kellermans and all the usual suspects uh, screaming about this. And, and you get the people in Boston, you know, that, that their instinct is to apologize for for past sins and apologize what happened to Bill Russell in 1955, uh, which is 45, 65, 66 years ago. And they'll say, "Yo, it happened to Bill Russell 60 something years ago." And there'll be you know people who are making these charges who are sitting in you know L.A. where they had race riots you know 30 years ago, or people sitting in. Uh, uh, you know, Minneapolis, where they got their own racial issues or, or uh, you know, New York. And you'll say, so someone did something to Bill Russell 65 years ago, and that means you're going to believe Celtics fans did this thing, you know, you know, a couple of months ago to an opposing player? It's absurd. But we all know that. The only difference is we're saying it. Dan Shaughnessy, he knows it. He's just not going to say it. I probably bosses probably won't allow it at the Boston Globe, at John Henry's uh, uh, little paper, they, that they 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 won't allow anyone to be, speak honestly. And don't forget, you got all those Globe columnists nobody reads, and all they write about are 
you know, all they write about is systemic racism. They'll be chiming in on this too and saying how embarrassing it is to, to, to be from Boston, even though Kyrie himself couldn't come up with an example of the subtle racism he was referring to last night. But anyway, I wonder we'll if Perk would, uh, it, it's not going to take off on an irrelevant regional sports network, but I wonder if Perk would be willing to say that on ESPN, because I guarantee if he does, he's going to get bombarded on Twitter from people saying in this climate, you know, it's going to be Jamal. I used to refer to, and of course you get again, put on your heels and say, you say deny that racism exists. Well, no one does that. No one would ever do. That's like saying anything doesn't exist it's a big world of course it exists but you got prominent figures you got david ortiz saying he never experienced you had um damian woody great example went to college here played pro here was in the media here big um, um, outspoken black guy saying he never saw anything like that any racism at all for what was he here for you know 10 12 years and they just ignore it and say, oh, you never, okay, we'll go to the next guy. We'll go to the next guy. What do you think, uh, you know, uh, uh, Adam Jones? Or what do you think, Tory Hunter? If they don't get what they want from David Ortiz, who lived and went, you know, uh, went out in public like every day for, for, for 20 years and said, no, it never happened to me, never saw it, never heard it. And he's on the field when they're accusing, uh, you know, f fans of yelling at Hunter or, or Jones and no fan backs it up. No player backs it up. No security guard backs it up. Nobody. And they say, but of course it, I believe it. You know, why would he lie? Which is insane. Why would Jesse Smollett lie? Uh, it's, it's obvious why he would lie. You don't really need to explain that. But enough. We'll see what happens Friday. We'll see, you know, if indeed Kyrie diffused the crowd. You know what he's going to do? He's going to diffuse the crowd by kicking their ass, kicking the Celtics ass again. You can only be too you know, vitriolic when your team's down 24 points. Yeah, when you gives yeah. up 70 points in the your first half. sucks and you're playing against a super team, I think, uh, yeah, you can you can quiet the crowd pretty, pretty easily in that situation. That's right. There's exactly, you know, Celtics-Lakers game seven or something where there's going to yeah. be real energy in the building. This, again, because of a poor performance in the first two games, because of a tyrannical governor who won't allow the place, won't allow them to do business until until Saturday. Friday, no. Saturday, it's okay. But Friday, you got to still hide from the scary virus. So it will be disappointing Friday. We will all be disappointed. But uh, uh, hopefully people won't you know, make this a whole other friggin' Adam Jones, uh, Tory Hunter thing. And we spent three days talking about how, uh, you know, Tom Yockey and Pinky Higgins were just awful racists, but we'll see. We'll leave it there today. Thanks to DCU and uh, Shea Concrete and Allied Paving. And thanks to everybody for listening and watching on YouTube. Uh, Nobody's got a good example for you, by the way. Nobody tied in uh, John Cena with any other example. Somebody tried to say Caitlyn Jenner, but they didn't say anything. That's that's, that's yeah. not bad. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner does a sticker mouth in her a foot in her mouth occasionally. I mean, there's lots of celebrities who make stupid apologies after uh, getting in uh, trouble, but they don't do it in Mandarin. <laughs> they generally do it in English. And the difference is they generally make mistakes, you know, when they're drunk driving or when they're, you know, get arrested for, for drugs or something. If you're whatever, Charlie Sheen, they're generally guilty. John Cena did nothing wrong. John Cena called a country a country. That's it. And yet he groveled like a pathetic little worm 
And I honestly don't think he'll ever recover it, nor should he. He won't recover in my book. I'll say it again. I'm not going to watch WWE. What's the next big event called? Uh, I don't know the next one, but WrestleMania could be around oh, the corner. Who knows? WrestleMania, I'm out. Yeah. Fast and Furious 9, 10, 11, 12, I'm out. So uh, yeah, that's what you get, John Cena. You get a billion Chinese to come see your movie, but good patriotic Americans will sit this one out. That's the price you're going to pay in this country. And uh, I don't care how many languages you can speak. What you did was embarrassing. But anyway, we'll leave it there for today. This is the Callahan Podcast. I'm Jerry Callahan, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink. We play games. We have the song of the week. We have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guests. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Sports have a way of bringing us all together. And at Sleeper, we developed a fantasy platform designed to make leagues more fun and personal. Sleeper includes an integrated chat and every feature you could want for your NFL, NBA, and even eSport leagues. Plus, it's completely free with no ads. See why millions have made Sleeper the fastest-growing fantasy platform. Download Sleeper on the App Store or Google Play today. Headlines and hot takes, they have their place. But at our podcast, ESPN Daily. We don't just skim the surface of sports. Dude, I mean, this clearly transcends blood feuds, <laughs> rivalries, sports. This is something far, far deeper than that. I'm your host, Pablo Torre, and every day we try to dive into the stories behind the athletes. The picture of him in the dugout afterwards just looked like a guy who'd had his heart ripped out. Listen to ESPN Daily wherever you get your podcasts.